Welcome to Sales Cultures Redefined, where we transform people with purpose, income, and a better life. Here's your host, CEO of Sales Managed Solutions, Lance Cooper. I read a comment on my last podcast. You know, the podcast about the one attitude that will make a long-term difference on sales and profits for companies, which was having a customer orientation in sales or a service attitude, and not just any level of service, but a great one as net promoter scoring would measure. The comment I received was that, quote, redefined adequate to be attentive. Now, I may go down a rabbit path the writer of this comment may not have intended, but it's still a good jumping off point for our discussion this week. Hmm. Redefined adequate to be attentive. Now, you may not have heard last week's podcast in which I compared a corporate coffee shop with a privately owned one, one that was making a ton of money with the same generic product coffee but with an entirely different, unusual, amazing display of customer service. The people in this small-town coffee shop were not just adequate at service. They were not just attentive, but fun, hardworking, real, and in a word, great at interpersonal relations with customers. However, it does make sense to ask the question, why be great at service when selling? Can't we just be adequate or attentive? Why give the seemingly extra effort or focus that greatness would require? Can't mediocrity be good enough? Can't being just attentive to customers be good enough? Sure, if lower profits are okay. Sure, if other things are more important. Sure, if you can't hire anyone with that type of attitude. And sure, if you're okay with the problems that mediocrity bring. Which reminds me of something Pat Summitt said, the former Lady Vols basketball coach at the University of Tennessee with eight national championships and 1,098 wins in her career. To one University of Tennessee player during a game, Summitt shouted, You want to be average? There's so many average people in this world, it just annoys me. I actually remember an interview that Pat did where she said that hardly any teams wanted to be great, really great. Well, that may be a little harsh or very demanding, and Pat could certainly be either one of those at times, especially in her early years. So maybe there's some better reasons we can find. If I pick up one of the best business books written in the last 50 years, Good to Great, which had 100 man-woman years of research, 20 men and women working on it for five years, what do we find its author Jim Collins saying about great companies and its leaders? He and his team studied 11 companies that had, you know, they'd been just good, but had become great and had maintained that greatness over the years with financial performance three times better than that of other companies in their marketplace. Here's what he wrote about a student's question of him at Stanford University. Why should I build a great company? What if I just want to be successful? Jim said, the question brought me up short. 
This was not a lazy person asking. He had started his own business as a young man, put himself through law school, and after graduate school became a driven entrepreneur. He has remarkable energy and intense and infectious enthusiasm. Of all the students I've known over the years, he is the one that I have little doubt will be enormously successful. Yet he questions the whole idea of trying to build something great and lasting. I can offer two answers. First, I believe that it is no harder to build something great than it is to build something good. It might be statistically more rare to reach greatness, but it does not require more suffering than perpetuating mediocrity. Indeed, if some of the other comparison companies in our study are an indication, it involves less suffering and perhaps even less work. The beauty and power of the research findings is that they can radically simplify our lives while increasing our effectiveness. There is great solace in the simple fact of clarity about what is vital and what is not. Jim went on to say, Indeed, the point of this entire book is not that we should add these findings to what we are already doing and make ourselves even more overworked. No, the point is to realize that much of what we are doing is at best a waste of energy. If we organize the majority of our work time around applying the principles and pretty much ignored or stopped doing everything else, our lives would be simpler and our results vastly improved. Simpler, vastly improved. That's what I believe can happen for a sales team that wants to make a lot of money by filling the needs of customers, being generous, engaging, and problem-solving. I'm going to illustrate this with a story about the Loudon Fence Company with tons of business profits and hundreds of five-star reviews in my area. I own a small farm, and we've been putting up fencing and replacing old fence lines with four-board fences adequate for keeping my bride's horses safe and secure. I used to put these up myself, but I shopped around for a company to do it for me, and I found the Loudon Fence Company. Recently, I decided to replace an existing and worn line of fencing, and I called them because I had been very pleased with their past work. Actually, I made the call not about the fencing, but because the automatic gate across my driveway was not coming together and meeting perfectly, but was slightly askew and still apart when it closed. It seemed that the concrete they had put around the supporting posts had worked its way in and was causing the fence to not line up. I really did not know if they would fix this gate for free as it had been three years since they had put it in. But Jeff, my sales guy, came by to see this. And after some discussion with me, I was so comfortable with how he handled my questions. I asked him to quote 500 feet of fencing to replace the old line. With his quote, he looked at me and said he would fix the gate for free and throw it in. And when his guys came to do the work, they did a great job and even went into another part of my field and fixed a part of a line they had put in previously that a tree had fallen through and damaged. They did not have to do that. They just did it. 
took them four boards and some concrete and time, and they just did it. To me, that was great on the sales side and the service side. I'll give them some more business soon. Jeff could have been attentive. He could have been adequate. His installation team could have been good as well, but they weren't. The entire experience and company facing me was great and worth the money. I'll give them more business in the future without quoting it. And I know they've been getting more business from a lot of other customers as well. And they didn't have to go through three or four other people to compete for the business. Remember this. Mediocrity or good just brings with it the problems and suffering of mediocrity. Strive to focus on simple blocking and tackling that will make your sales team or your personal finances or your relationships great. Don't settle for good. As Jim Collins starts his book, good is the enemy of great. And that is one of the key reasons why we have so little that becomes great. We don't have great schools, principally because we have good schools. We don't have great government, principally because we have good government. Few people attain great lives, in part because it is just so easy to settle for good life. I know you will not settle for mediocrity or good. I know you will strive for greatness and develop the sales muscle that will help you and those you work for have outstanding incomes when business is great and survive at higher levels when the economy takes a downturn. Customers will stay with you. Customers will buy more from you. Customers will refer you. You will not work harder. You will just work with a great understanding for what will make the most Profitable difference for those you serve. You have just listened to Sales Cultures Redefined. Subscribe to our podcast on iTunes or Google Play, and we'll see you at the next episode.